King Ahab was probably the worst ruler who ever held authority over any portion of God's people ever. Someone has to have been, right? Find me someone in scripture who should have done it better, but still did it worse than Ahab. I'll wait. No, I won't. Ahab was king of Israel, king over the ten northern tribes after they split from Judah and Benjamin in the south. And even though God's people had long ago split into two separate nations, they were still all God's people, or they should have been. But each nation alternated between good and bad kings who led them to or away from the Lord, and Ahab was probably the worst of all of them. The second verse about him, the verse after the verse that tells us that he had become king, tells us that he did more evil in the eyes of the Lord than any of those before him. And the next verse tells us that he considered it trivial to commit the sins of the wicked kings who had gone before him. Like their sins weren't sinful enough for him. He took it as a point of pride to build more shrines to pagan idols, to marry Jezebel, who might be the most wicked woman in scripture, someone has to be, right? And to persecute God's prophets. God doesn't take kindly to that. God considers it the height of wickedness for people to persecute the very people that he himself sent to tell the world about himself. God promises vengeance and wrath for such people. And Ahab knew that, and he did it anyway. He knew it because as king, he was supposed to represent God in leading his people. Instead, he prided himself on persecuting other representatives of God. And he was really weird about it. Like he would call on the prophets to tell him God's will just so that he could ignore it. And he would see miracles performed as proof that they spoke from God. And then he would try to hunt them down and kill them. He spent so much of his career trying to kill Elijah the prophet, but whenever he found him, Ahab would listen to what Elijah had to say, get furious at him, and then somehow fail to follow through and get him. At least once, Ahab even went through at least the outward show of repentance because of Elijah's words, for which God withheld his wrathful vengeance, at least for a time. And then comes the account of Ahab's campaign to recapture Ramoth Gilead. He asks the king of Judah to join him, and together they consult the prophets to see if it's a good idea. Ahab has 400 prophets tell him that the Lord is good with their plan. The king of Judah asks if there is anyone else they can ask, and Ahab is ready with the name of a prophet, Micaiah, whom he knows speaks for God, but whom he also hates because he never has good news for Ahab. And they call Micaiah, and he has bad news for Ahab, and Ahab gets mad and locks Micaiah up and ignores his warning and goes off to battle and gets killed exactly as Micaiah had said. So wickedness gets what wickedness deserves. Or does it? Ahab gets hit with an arrow and dies in battle. For a king, that's not actually the worst way to go. Much better kings got much worse. And the idol shrines stayed up until someone else came along and tore them down, and then someone else put them back up again. And Jezebel died pretty horribly, but nobody expected much from her because she was never a follower of God at all. And the prophets Ahab persecuted stayed dead or in jail or in hiding. And very little of Ahab's wickedness was ever reversed. The sins he found trivial we now use for Bible trivia. They aren't gone. We remember them. Does that seem right? 
Think of the names you know and remember from history, not just Bible history. I bet you can remember more bad guys than good guys. You can let me know if I'm wrong, but everyone knows names like Adolf Hitler and Joseph Stalin and Wicked King Ahab. But if you can think of a historically good person that most people have heard of, besides Mother Teresa, I'll eat my hat. And why is that? Certainly it's because of sin. Sin is really good at getting the attention of sinners. Sin is memorable to sinners. Sin is fascinating to sinners. Sin has so corrupted us and this world that it leaves lasting marks that seem much more lasting and much more remarkable than any good thing people may do. That's true. But it's also the worst lesson to learn from Ahab. One of them has to be, right? What's the best lesson we can learn? How about God's mercy? In mercy, God sent prophet after prophet to call to repentance a man who was in a position to preach repentance to an entire nation and its neighbors. In mercy, God demanded honor and respect be given a man who represented him, even though he did it in the most wicked way we find in Scripture. In mercy, God put his mercy on display even in a life that was lived in total opposition to him, and that life never got what it deserved on this side of death, and maybe, just maybe, not even on the other side. Maybe, with an arrow sticking out of his chest that God told him was coming, maybe, a faith that he had previously thought to be worse than trivial, reached out to the God who had been nothing but merciful, even to the king who had done more evil in God's eyes than any other. I mean, it's possible. And if it happened, then Ahab found the mercy that had been hunting him his whole career and life. It's possible because not even the worst person's wickedness is stronger than God's mercy. God's mercy is more than enough to save someone like Ahab from himself. God's mercy must also be enough to save me from myself. Maybe the best lesson we could learn from the most wicked king is not about the power of wickedness. It's about the miracle of mercy. You and I are dust and breath loved by God, bought by Jesus. This podcast is written and produced by me, Ethan Cherney, a Wells pastor serving our Savior Lutheran Church in Pomona, California. Get in touch on Facebook at Dust and Breath Pod, on Twitter at Dust Breath Pod, or by emailing dustandbreathpod at gmail.com. Outro music arranged and performed by Mr. Peter Shawi, who is like the dawn, like the noonday sun. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe. And if you could leave a review in iTunes or just share an episode on social media, I'd really appreciate it. It's the only way other people can find the show. 
Now go do what God made you to do. Be who God called you to be. Go see what God can do with dust and breath and faith in Jesus, his son.